0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Kids, Socks and Motherhood podcast with Kelly and Vesta. This is the second episode of the new year. Yes, I'm excited. 2020, where y'all at? I know. I cannot, like, can you believe how fast time is flying? Like, we're already, what, 20 days? Yeah, like,
1: I was just looking at that, you know, I'm a numbers person, so that's a whole nother subject, but (laughs) I it's kind of mind blowing just to see that we're 20 days into 2020 so I think this is
0: pretty awesome it's a magical magical day it is it is Um, so like I said guys this is the second episode of the year you know Kelly and I we try to stay on top of um, podcasting (laughs) weekly and sometimes life it just doesn't end up that way so um, in the meantime like we thank you guys so much for uh, the support for tuning in Um, you guys have been awesome so today we figured we would go a different route you know the beginning of the year people are uh, talking about resolutions changes and everything well today being that this is a motherhood podcast family podcast whatever you want to call it we're going to be talking about what it's like to breastfeed while being black black and breastfeeding
1: (laughs) most definitely this is going to be an exciting subject um we have a lot of things to just talk to you guys about and just, um, <clears throat> just hopefully, you know, you guys are there to just receive and just know that this topic can be talked about for months and years
0: exactly. at a time. <laughs> well, it's you know. so much. It's it's so much when it comes to breastfeeding. Like I said, not just, the uh, you know, being, you know, women of color who are breastfeeding, mm-hmm. uh, yes. but right. being women of color in this day and age too, so
1: it does make a difference so if we want to jump right into it um so that's what do you think should we go and give like some facts about breastfeeding or should we kind of talk about uh why we both kind of decided to breastfeed what do you think would be the best route
0: let's, let's kind of go with why we decided to breastfeed first okay um want me to go or you should go go here <laughs> you always put me on the spot and put you on the spot today <laughs>
1: <laughs> um for me when it comes to breastfeeding it um, how, how can I say this it, it was a very like easy choice right um, mm-hmm. because I knew before I even became a mom that I always just wanted to breastfeed I don't know what it was I don't know if it was like instinctual uh, just natural type of vibe I just knew I just wanted to breastfeed mm-hmm. um, I was not a fan and best of you know I have a huge family uh, not a fan of doing the powdered formula you know making the bottles I used to babysit all the time right. and I couldn't stand it it was like we're wasting the milk you know it was just so much to me and I was like there has to be another route and I was you know when it was first really like, introduced to me because uh, I would have to say to be honest with you breastfeeding was introduced to me um not through family um mm-hmm. I heard about it uh from my mom you know i heard about from her because she's a nurse so she like introduces me to a lot of different
0: things right your mom was my go-to person
1: yeah okay, she's for everything She just talking about stuff all the time um and then she told me about my grandmother she was like my grandmother breastfed her first seven children and i was like wow and my grandmother has 13 you guys kind of know that breastfed the first seven children and the last six uh, weren't breastfed. They were bottle fed. And it's so funny because we joke about it all the time how the last (laughs) six (laughs) are totally different from the first seven. And my mom was the very last one that my grandmother breastfed. So she made the cut. She made the cut. Listen. So for me, I was just like, you know what? I want to be able to do something to be able to resembles something like that you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um and I wanted to just take advantage of all those different opportunities because to me I felt like it was just amazing Mm -hmm. um just to be able to hear that story especially during that time period so I was like you know what I'm gonna take it old school too uh to the point that I started coming up with all kind of ideas and different things and just I just did my research and did my readings on the benefits of it and I was just like I'm gonna do this and And I'm not going to give up on it, you know, because yeah. I would hear the, you know, all the ins and outs. But I just know for me that that was kind of like my umph of why I wanted to breastfeed.
0: And that's so funny because you mentioned like you have a a large family, but like you, mm-hmm. you were introduced to breastfeeding around that. And like I have, uh, as far as immediate, it's not that big. But my first introduction was through my mother. Uh, I think I was about six when my brothers were born. Mm -hmm. um she breastfed slash pumped and she only did it for a few months you know i vaguely remember but i do remember uh hearing the term breastfeeding you know seeing pump, seeing her pump milk and everything like that but as far as having a desire to want to breastfeed um and knowing the benefits of it that didn't come until like later on in life when, you know, you start getting friends who are married and having babies and choosing the more, uh, like you said, natural way of feeding your child instead of going through formula. Uh, and so when I became pregnant myself, I was like, oh, man, I want to give this a try. You know, see, see what it's like, see if I can do it. And, you know, I was calling on my mom friends when I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like, hey, what does this mean? How do I do this? I'm uncomfortable. What is like? This looks like this. Help me. You know, and I can honestly say that my uh, my mom tribe and my support system um, just really helped me to navigate the early stages of breastfeeding, which were, if you ask me, which are the hardest parts, um, yes. <laughs> especially if your first time mom, you I know? Agree. And so, uh, you know, for me, like I said, I wanted to try because um, everybody in my mom, you know, village, they were doing it. And so I was like, you know what? This is a healthier alternative.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, I gave it a shot. And, you know, we are, what, 27 months in. It has yeah, I know, I you guys are. 27 months of breastfeeding. And I'm like, I want my body back right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, that they are there are um, quite a bit of healthy uh, benefits to it. Um, just a few pointers. Uh, what was it like we were talking about? Just like reducing um, infections, like ear infections mm-hmm. and respiratory yeah. infections, um, mm-hmm. gastrointestinal infections. The immune system. There's so Definitely. many benefits to that, and I can honestly say breastfeeding Eli um we've had like minimum doctor's visits when Mm -hmm. I say I can count on one hand literally how many times I've been to the doctor you know for him because he had fallen ill and apparently for his age that's like unheard of because the time he did get sick the doctor was so surprised at 14 months he had his first ear infection normally she was like you know people you know three months six months by the time they're one year they've had at least four ear infections you know so
1: mm-hmm. and you know it's interesting that you mentioned uh ear infections um my son uh I, I cannot recall him ever having an ear infection to be mm-hmm. honest with you I cannot recall him ever having one to my knowledge that I can remember I no. I do remember him having like um uh like certain little bacterial like viruses type things like that or whatnot right. um like a bacterial infection because he was in childcare, you know, during those times. So he was picking up germs from other kids and things like that. But as far as um, when he would get sick, he would bounce back so fast. Exactly. Uh, Because I would literally, go and like i said very instinctual i would go on like nursing vacations with him like when um he wasn't feeling well i would keep him on the breast like i would you know if he wanted solid foods because he's a little bit older by this time of course i would give it to him but i would keep him literally on the breast like anytime he wanted to like suckle it didn't matter i was like i'm just gonna keep you on the breast and he literally would get through whatever the bacterial infection would be so fast like some Mm -hmm. people would say like um uh, cause he had some type of something, he got caught from school, and some of the kids were out for like a week or so, and I think he had caught it like maybe on a the weekend, like a Friday. You know, uh-huh. he get threw up or something like that at school, and by the time that Monday came, he was fine by that Sunday, cause he just had to get out of his system like that Saturday, and then he was fine by that you know that Sunday, and he was like you know back to his normal self eating exactly. everything and just <laughs> to go, and like with my daughter her only appointments that she's really had were like her checkups
0: uh-huh. and
1: ailments uh, um, with her, there haven't really been, I haven't seen anything with her like she might get like a fever because she has teeth coming in uh-huh. or if she's around other kiddos who've like just recently got um, vaccinated or things I think Yeah. And, or, or overcoat and you know, she'll bounce back within that day but you know also to you know incorporate within her the breastfeeding diet she's also um naturally she's a, a vegan mm-hmm. too so her body fights all of that so like That's awesome you, yeah seriously like and then you know i i even think about too like you know because i know we're talking about the benefits for the kids but like the benefits for the moms um i just remember um uh, <laughs> i remember i just got done breastfeeding what am i talking about
0: uh, <laughs>
1: After I I breastfeed, I notice that I am very relaxed. It's a very relaxing and soothing feeling after nursing to the point that you ever notice a vest that you just like, you know, I kind of want to take a nap with you. But knowing that you like, I I really can't because I got stuff to do early on for me.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And it's just like, it's just so, it's um, very uh, peaceful. It's a very peaceful uh, piece to it. And I think the part that does, does that does not get talked about enough is that if you breastfeed, um, as soon as the baby is born, you know, um, it helps to contract the uterus much faster. Um, um, even, you know, cause you know, you feel those contractions and things like that after you have the baby, but it helps us kind of speed that process up just a little bit faster. And it is very rewarding because I, I think about it, you know, if we jump into this part, you know, the bonding piece to
0: it, um, they are attached like glue. <laughs> oh goodness! But it's cute. It's cute, especially for a new mom. You know, for me. But I think when you get to that stage where I am, like I'm over breastfeeding you now. It's like <laughs> ah, can't <get> help for <over> me. <laughs> but that's my baby. I love, I love my Eli. That's my baby.
1: Yes, um, Serenity. Um, I'm, I'm setting those boundaries with her. Like Caleb was a little different. um because he, he was actually weaned too soon. So really? our bonding, we're still very, very close. Him and I. Like very, very close. Um, I'm very grateful for our relationship because he was the first, you know. You and, you the
0: know right? Or a year and a
1: half. Uh he got breast milk until he was roughly uh, fifteen months old. Um he was on the breast physically until he was thirteen months old. Um and i always think back like wow i wish i was able to have that experience him a little bit longer mm-hmm. um because for but him what might be good yeah but, but i you know make it I, that long this i mean this is true but i really want to go as long as you know he wanted to go you know yeah. i just like with certain situations i just want them to be able to kind of lead that and just be like okay this is where i kind of want to do right. um like a situation and i always kind of have that you know if i want to say mom guilt that i it was cut off too soon
0: uh-huh.
1: um so like with my daughter you know i just kind of presented to her in the sense where you know she gets it when she's needing it and not just because she wants it um and that helps to create that balance of flow that even flow with things because as you know Vesta. And we could talk about this. <laughs> that a lot of times when you know their bonding moments with us is just them just
0: sucking on the breast,
1: and they're not yeah, even they're trying. They're not to
0: really nursing exactly. And I catch Eli, and the funny thing about it, like he will put this like funny, the funniest grin on his face while he's still suckling. And I'll be like, I'll look at him, and I'm like, dude, get off, you're done. And he'll be like, you know. <laughs> Like, he knows that he's not nursing. He's just struggling just to, you know, comfort himself or just to, you yeah. know, do it. But, like, I've been, you know, trying to cut those, put in those boundaries. And it's, it's honestly hard being a stay-at-home mom because yes, I agree. you are with them all the time. Mm-hmm. And so, sometimes some days I honestly just get tired of fighting him. And I'll just lay on my side and we'll snuggle and I'll let him nurse and he'll get up and, you know, go play or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's that's a whole different story.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think people um, really understand the struggle of a stay-at-home mom and being a stay-at-home nursing mom because that's a whole nother level it is that's a, that's
0: another podcast episode <laughs>
1: no, seriously we need to write that down because that's a whole nother level to the game y'all because like ooh, if you can only imagine so one thing for sure Vesta like you know you were introduced to it very young because of your mom with the uh, your brothers right um so do you feel like um, when you were in the hospital, with Eli, was that something that was presented to you or was it just like, Hey, let's just give you a bottle to feed, to feed your baby.
0: Okay. You so if I recall, I feel like, um, it was presented, um, as soon as Eli was delivered, um, they laid him on my chest and, <laughs> you know, we did skin to skin and the nurses, uh, you know, helped him to navigate uh, breastfeeding. Uh, there wasn't any pushback from what I recall. They were very open to uh, my wishes. I don't recall ever them mentioning the word formula. One thing I did enforce is that I did not want a pacifier, you know, for him to be on yeah. the pacifier uh, since I was nursing. And so they made sure of that and yeah i think i think the breastfeeding in the hospital after he was born it was a pretty good experience for me i didn't Mm -hmm. have any issues um with them because you know you know if i did have some issues uh, (laughs) the the city girl side (laughs) would (laughs) have came out but uh no thank thank you lord everything went good so (laughs) yeah,
1: um so i would have to say my experience was a little bit different um with caleb because by me having a cesarean, uh, my milk production came in a little bit slower, right? Okay. Um, So after, because you know the baby loses weight while they're in the hospital because, you know, they work really hard to suckle. And I don't think people talk about that either. Babies work really hard to try to suckle and get that milk out of the breast. So all that energy they're exerting, they lose (laughs) calories. And that blew my mind when I found this out so my baby's just losing weight you know losing little ounces little ounces you know he was born at eight five my time we left the hospital he was like seven nine, seven pounds seven pounds nine ounces okay because so he's continuing to lose they're like um do you want to try formula and I'm like are you kidding me right now right like yeah I know for a fact that's not what I want to do and then the fact that you even brought it to my awareness as this being an option I felt very disrespected <laughs> and I was like why in the world would you want to ask me if i want to give my child formula like i know it's going to take some time yes he's getting the colostrum like it is not the full-fledged milk and i just remember just sitting there just saying a mantra like it's gonna come in today it's gonna come in today and literally i think i want to say after our second day in the hospital my milk came in so much Mm -hmm. that when he would nurse it which he would choke because that's how much it gets how fast like it just you know it's like swelled oh, up and just came right. out
0: rushing <laughs> rushing yeah out. Like
1: it, yeah seriously mm-hmm. and then with my daughter the experience was totally different because I, I feel like it was because of the midwives that it was just like hey do you need help you know with her t- uh latching or anything like that and it was like i was like no i i just appreciate the fact that they just supported that part right. of it um and i know one thing that we've kind of talked about too is like you think it's more of like a cultural thing you know is it because uh, women of color this is not something that you see them do a lot of nowadays compared to back then um, you know that makes me you know really ponder about that you know why is it that women of color right now are like the lowest on
0: the token pole well breastfeeding you know what this just came to mind and i know we've you know had a minimum a small conversation about this but now that i think about it women of color have always breastfed yes we just didn't breastfeed our own babies
1: exactly
0: and so there was this notion i i feel like this notion planted in our head that you know we weren't good enough to feed our own babies or we were pushed to feed our own babies, which, which actually, you know, did happen, you know, and that's yep. a whole other conversation, <laughs> you know, we had to feed our own babies something different while attending yep. to the needs of, what were they called, Wet wet nurses or something like that? I think so, I believe they call I it wet called wet nurses. Wet nurses, yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so, you know, black women, we've always breastfed, we just haven't always breastfed our own babies, wow. and so that's something that wasn't passed down, mm-hmm. uh, which was nursing, your child with your own milk (laughs)
1: yes yeah you know that brings up a really good point or if they did nurse the child they only got you know the little leftover wasn't the full components of it and that's a big conversation I really feel like the conversation needs to be had like what is it about it and why is it that you know in hospitals we're the first to be presented with oh give your child formula I don't want formula don't Mm -hmm. introduce that to me don't disrespect you know honestly don't disrespect me like that Um, I want to give my child the nutrients that comes from within me because I grew this child so I'm going to give them the nutrients and then also to bring that into awareness as well because you make a good point is that since like that happened uh, that part was kind of taken away from our community right so people just stopped doing it
0: yeah. You know,
1: and you know, yeah. you don't hear about like I said my my grandmother and then it skipped a generation cuz I don't cool. believe any of my aunts did it. <laughs> um and then for me, I kind of brought it back. Like I had a cousin that did it for just a little bit, but it wasn't like she really promoted it. And right. me, I was just like I did it and people would be like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Like, "Oh my gosh, you got you."
0: I'm like First you got the food out. You got the titties me, out.
1: They be like, "Let me walk this way," or they be like, or "Cover I'm in my this mic. room. This
0: ain't a naked woman." <laughs>
1: Seriously, and they be like, "Cover up, cover up." Yeah. So do I cover you up when you're eating? So why would I have to cover up my baby while he's eating or she's? Yeah. Eating?
0: Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Everything is. It's so messed up. I had two. Um, two like I, don't, I call them brain farts, but I remember them. So one thing was. um did you, like, do any breastfeeding classes before uh, you had your first kid, or was it, like, self-education? I did a um, child
1: childbirthing class. Um, they touched briefly on um, lactation, you know, and breastfeeding. Um, a lot of it was just, I read a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and I knew i was just so determined in my mind and you know that's the when i get determined about something i'm like right. i'm gonna do it so i just was exactly. like this is my only option i don't have any more options because also when you think about it it's like formula is expensive right mm-hmm. so if you jump you know like you kind of just do the correlations between the two it was like i don't really want to spend extra money on food that i can produce from myself naturally
0: Mm -hmm. and you just made me think of something too i was uh this chart i came across uh, on this website KellyMom.com. for moms who are not familiar it's a really great go-to uh website for all things motherhood breastfeeding and all that but i believe i found a chart that showed um like comparing formula to breast milk there were 23 more um minerals and um like like amino acids in mm-hmm. breast milk like 23 more than in formula like they had the basics of the you know the iron and um, all that mm-hmm. stuff but there were still 23 more elements in our breast milk that were not in formula i did want to say that also um the reason i asked you about the breastfeeding class i took a lactation class before i had eli and learned information i did not know and i think if this information was understood and explained mm-hmm. Most women would not give up on breastfeeding so easily. So when you talk about your uh, breast milk not coming in until uh, maybe the second or third day, um, Mm -hmm. that's completely normal, I found out. Because, you know, the colostrum is what the baby needs at that that age, Mm -hmm. you know, from like the first three days because of the size of the stomachs. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's what I think as small as a penny. So, this yes. is small as a penny. My baby does not need a four ounce bottle, no. <laughs> you know. And as they get older, I think it's at least by day five, um, it's like the size of a, a quarter or something slightly bigger. But, you know, that's normal for that colostrum, you know, for them to be feeding on it at least the first three days because I think my milk didn't come in until three days after and because i knew that that was normal i didn't freak out and most people freak out be oh my gosh my milk is not coming so i have to give my baby formula no as long as you have colostrum that's good enough that's what the baby needs at that that age and i felt like if there was more education on Mm -hmm. lactation then um it would be much more easier you know to support women who definitely want want to breastfeed but don't understand it
1: I agree and it's so great that you brought that point about the um, idea of you know people like oh my baby's not getting enough milk or things like that and how just imagine if I had gave in that means I would have been overfeeding my baby this exactly. formula because you know those um, those little bottles they I, I think it's what like two ounces or something in those little boxes or not whatever Quite it a is a lot <laughs> it's a lot and they you know the presentation of it's like okay you're supposed to drink the baby's supposed to drink all of this and it's like now that you think about it, it's like, no, they're not, you know, they're like not. they're supposed to go through the process of learning what it means to suckle and to latch on mm-hmm. and all these different things and then move on to getting, you know, the, the extra stuff, you know, yeah. what everything. Uh, because even still, when your milk comes in, you're not getting, they're not getting like the full fledged amount because you know how, you know how that part even goes. Right. <laughs> it's even level. it's even levels to your own breast milk. You have like the, the more watery part to it and you have the fatty part to it. Exactly. Um, so it's just so many different things. Now, like you said, I just wish there was like more education on why, you know, the benefits of breastfeeding can help not only the child, but the, the, the mother It's just, it's just so much to it. Um, it's cost effective. Um, it, you know, the bonding is just unimaginable um, and you learn so much about yourself because mm-hmm. it does require
0: patience. Patience, oh my goodness. So much patience, mm-hmm. it does. And it really shows you a strength. Like honestly, I'm, I tell people when they ask me, oh my God, you're still breastfeeding? Yeah, and at first, honestly, there was almost kind of a slight embarrassment because it's like oh you're 27 months and you're still breastfeeding because that's not normal but to me the way I have looked at it now is like yeah like that's a strength like that just yeah. shows endurance it shows patience it shows determination you know and so now I don't look at it as a weakness um, I look at it as a strength and yes. yeah motherhood will definitely do that to you will show you ways in which mm-hmm. you know yeah so
1: one hundred percent, and you know, I think about this. it's funny that you say that when people try to pass judgment, and a lot of times I want to come back with a rebuttal. So, I, with saying, "So you wait for your child to turn a year old, and it's okay to feed them cow's milk that's supposed to be supposed to feed a calf." <laughs> so you're going to feed your baby milk that's supposed to feed another animal, not a human.
0: Yeah, but okay, and that's a whole nother conversation too. <laughs>
1: You know, I mean, like, we could
0: go there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we I, can really yeah, I feel possible. you, I feel you, um but it but no, is, I, I, I'm
1: sorry. Go ahead, my bad. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, I definitely felt that same stigma, especially like when your kids get teeth and yeah. they're like, oh, I took my eyes off when they get teeth. And it's like, why? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want them biting me. It's gonna hurt. And it's like, well, you- Train them not adjust. to. Adjust, yeah, yeah, you adjust with it. You learn, and they learn, like, you're not supposed to bite. I learned right away. If I saw teeth first coming towards the nipple, it was like, you're not ready, nurse. No. Nope. I need to see the tongue covering them bottom teeth, and then I know you're ready because yeah. that means you're kind of suck. Other than that, no. Mm-hmm. Not going to work. It's not going to
0: work. Going back to what you said, uh, I remember as far as just being relaxing, those um, the love hormone comes into effect, but it's a different love hormone. It's a different, you know, it's a different love hormone that, that you have from your spouse. Like this one is with. Mm-hmm your child and like you say it does create that special bond that oxytocin and it does mm-hmm. like you know calm you and connect you and um i mean i love eli eli loves his daddy but when eli like is really needing that snuggle like he knows to come to mommy like he, yes. he will not cry for my husband like he will cry for me <laughs> like yes. he will cry for me like we have that great of a bond like that is oh that's my homie i love that guy definitely definitely but yeah so um
1: I definitely feel like we've reached like a stopping point for today because we I feel like we have so much to talk about when it comes to part two we're
0: gonna talk about more statistics
1: yes part two is coming and I hope y'all ready because we are going to be dropping some heat (laughs) for y'all for real for real so when it comes to connecting with us y'all you know bear with me because i always chop this up but i'm gonna get this That's right i'm gonna i'm gonna do this if you want to email us we are at two moms at ksam.info as well as on instagram you can hit us up at ksa underscore motherhood um feel free to send us a message feel free to comment just know that we do talk back I promise you that we love to hear feedback and I know for a fact that this topic right here is going to spark some interest and some conversation so I am excited to hear what you all have to say uh, thank you all for tuning in with us we are super excited for it being our second episode of the new uh, 2020 decade
0: and let's just kind of see how it goes Vesta yes I'm super excited so cheers to a mom winning Wednesday yes woo, woo. all right you guys well we are signing off we hope you guys have a great week and until next week peace